0: you're listening to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women leaders, founders, and CEOs come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and make a bigger impact while enjoying the foods they love. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. So today I wanna to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, which is how to have 100% belief in what's possible for you. And the reason that this is so near and dear to my heart is because self-belief was a real struggle for me. You know, if I'm being really honest, I used to really not trust myself (laughs) when it comes to my food, when it came to weight loss. I didn't believe that I could really change this particular area of my life. And it really affected and impacted a lot of areas of my life where I didn't even see how much success that I already was having in life, because this one issue seemed to just overshadow everything for me. And, you know, perhaps you can relate to that. And something that I, I pick up on, you know, working with students around this issue is the fear that you're different somehow, you know, the fear that somehow something is just so wrong or broken or missing in you that this is just something that you personally won't be able to achieve. And so we're going to talk about belief. Belief is a very interesting topic to me. Um, Ever since I first started learning about just our subconscious and our subconscious programming and You know, if the word subconscious throws you off at all, I want you to understand, first of all, that all that simply means is the things that we're not aware of, you know? Those things that are so ingrained in us that we just take them for granted, you know? We're gonna really, really dig into what belief is in this episode. And, you know, when you truly get what belief is, that's going to allow you to really free yourself up to have belief in yourself. And when you have belief in yourself, that makes you unstoppable. So be able to to get the results that you want in your weight loss journey, you know, and I, I'm talking about despite struggling for years, maybe decades, as I did myself with binge and emotional eating, you know, I when I think back to those days when my entire life really revolved around eating. My mind was consumed by it. My time was consumed by it. My energy was consumed consumed by it, you know? And at the same time, I I just worried so much about my health. You know, I struggled with things like being pre-diabetic, having high blood pressure, stress, all of those things were a part of my experience at one point in my life being over 250 pounds and these days i it's i have to really really think and put myself back there to reconnect with that person and I do it for you. <laughs> I want you to know that. I do it for you so that I can really help you to understand what's possible for you. Whenever I share my own experiences, that's what I'm doing. Because the reason I even started this podcast was to bring hope. I wanted people to know that there's there's a way out, that it's possible. Because for so many, I think, um, who've been dealing and battling with not just overeating, but anything that you might've been battling with yourself for decades. Um, And I'm starting to kind of get emotional, tear up a little bit because I'm telling you this, this was me, this was my life. You know, you might be battling with procrastination. You might be battling with being genuine, like really showing up authentically for in your relationships, for example, maybe you, maybe you hide yourself, you know, maybe you struggle with some type of um, sexual addiction or love addiction or, You know, there's so many things that that people struggle with, right, that people battle with, and that they start to develop this belief that it's them, that it's you, that you can't change, that nothing's ever going to change, you know, so you start to catastrophize it. I'm the queen of catastrophization, ask my husband. (laughs) And let's go ahead and dive into this. So I want to start to deconstruct belief, because whether you realize it, Or not. Beliefs are not true. They're not factual. They are learned. One of the coolest descriptions I've heard about belief is belief is a thought that you continue to think. So it's simply something that you think over and over and over again until you no longer think about it, right? So for example, think about the fact that most people believe what their parents believed about religion, about politics, and generally a world you know the world view of course you can exclude things that are like societal shifts for example like um like most people understand for example that racism is wrong but you know maybe if you have a parent who who's um been around since like the 40s or you know a grandparent or whatever maybe they still have some of that the vestige of that old those old ideas And society has shifted away from that. So I'm not talking about that kind of thing where socially certain things are no longer appropriate. And so usually, you know, young, the younger generation is going to kind of go with the flow of the overall society, like the, you know, the mass thinking, so to speak. But what I'm talking, when I'm, when you think about, you know, politics, when you think about religion, I think these are two great examples. Most believe what their parents believe about politics and about religion. And does, let's say, let's look at like a six-year-old, do they really, do they question, do they say, oh, well, you know, why am I saying like the pledge to the flag, for example? No, they tend to just accept that this is a part of what we do. Every morning we stand up in the United States. This was something that we did. I don't know if they still do it now, but I never questioned why am I saying a pledge to a flag? I never questioned being American. I never questioned when I was growing up, God. You know, I never questioned does God exist or does God not exist? And all of the, you know, this is not about any of those things, by the way. These are just examples to get you to see where our beliefs come from is we get them from the world around us we get them through learning our beliefs are learned and then what happens is we have our beliefs and then our lives start to develop and often we think that we're we're making choices and we're acting based on choices but we never look at what are the beliefs that we have that are that our choices are reflected from you know, that our choices are stemming from. And so beliefs aren't true. They're learned. That's the first thing. Now, if beliefs, now if you can accept that beliefs are learned, so what's the next step? So what you believe, if beliefs are learned, what you believe about yourself is also learned. What you believe about your ability, what you believe about your, you know, your life, what you believe about what's possible for you or not possible for you. All these things are also learned. This is where I've been taking you, you know, um, for the whole, this whole 10 minutes so far is to get to this point where you can recognize that what you believe about yourself is learned. And the good news is what has been learned can be relearned. It can be unlearned. It can be reprogrammed. And so I want to offer a metaphor for you because here's what happens. We wake up in the morning and immediately our beliefs start driving our thoughts. And I think about this like a ship that starts moving. The moment that you awake in the morning, the ship is set in motion. It just begins moving. And the question is, Are you going to let the ship drift or are you going to steer it? Are you going to let the ship drift or are you going to steer it? And you know, the reason is because when you wake up in the morning, you probably don't ask yourself, hey, what beliefs am I going to start working from today? Right? But you can begin to shape those. Now, before we get into that, actually, I got a little bit of ahead of myself because I also want to mention that belief isn't necessary to get what you want. Now that might seem surprising. But the truth is that our beliefs are, they're almost like a byproduct of what you consistently and repeatedly think or do. And the belief really truly isn't necessary because you could do the things to get whatever results that you want to do. You could just do them over and over and over and over again. And eventually, yes, you will believe it because you'll have it then, right? So you know how they say seeing is believing. Well, that's that's true, you know? So there's different ways that we can come at it. But what I like to do is to think of it as what beliefs do I want to hold in order to have the life that I want to have. And so when it comes to weight loss, you know, what beliefs do you need? What beliefs would serve you in getting the results that you want? You know, your desired healthy weight, the relationship with food, the relationship with your body and how you want to feel and all of that. So the first 30 to 45 minutes of the day are so crucial because it sets the tone for what you're programming yourself with for the entire day. Because make no mistake about it, you're always programming yourself. That's why so many success strategies focus on your morning routine because again, as soon as you open your eyes, the ship starts moving. And if you don't take control of the yoke, I think that's what they call it, you're just going to drift, you know, maybe hit an iceberg or something and and sink the ship. So you you must steer the ship in the direction that you want to go. And this is something that We cannot escape. We cannot get around this in some way, shape, or form. It's going to look different for different people. There's a million different tools out there, a million different strategies, a million different tactics. And like I've said so many times, the strategy, the tactic, nothing of none of that matters unless you bring to that strategy or tactic the internal state that is necessary to succeed. So things like commitment, things like perseverance. Those are the things that that matter most when you are embarking on any type of change endeavor. How do you get those things? It becomes a question. This is what I help people with. All right. So I got you. When you wake up in the morning, what is a way that you can immediately take control of your shit. You know, for me, it's often I'll wake up and meditate. I mean, that is something that I started doing um, back in 2015. And I don't do it all the time. You know, there have been times when, in fact, I just got back into it, but there's been times when, when I haven't done it. And instead I've done things like self hypnosis. There's been times when I've done things like I'll read certain books that are aligned with the way that I want to be thinking and feeling throughout the day. A lot of times it's like spiritual texts. What are some ways that you can immediately Start setting your internal state and start to program yourself for the ways that you want to be in your life so that you can do the things that you want to do to create the desires. Um, The desired healthy weight, relationship with food, and everything that you want to create for your health and your body. So beliefs aren't true. They're learned. And we teach ourselves to believe. Another way of putting this is we program ourselves to believe. We condition ourselves to believe. If you want to have 100% belief that it's possible for you to lose weight and keep it off and to feel good and to have eating be enjoyable and not feel like you're deprived or like you're forcing it, then you must program yourself to have that belief. So that's what I have for you today. And I trust that you enjoyed this this format. It's a little bit looser than usual in terms of my outline. It didn't really have a structured outline. This was more um, me bringing to you different examples, different ways to think about belief itself, because I really felt that this episode needed to really focus on how belief is constructed, and how you know belief really isn't what we often think it is, and how we take it for granted, how we take our beliefs for granted. Rather, so I trust that, that came across, and I would love to hear any feedback on this. You can DM me at Rashawn Yates on Instagram. And, you know, belief is basically, it's your programming. It's your internal self-image, your subconscious identity. That's what really your beliefs are. They're going to come from that programming. And so, you know, if you want to learn the tools to really take control of your internal programming, then I encourage you to get on the waitlist for Eat With Balance, which is opening again in January. So you can jump on that waitlist at rashondiates.comslash eat with balance waitlist. And I'll catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools. Over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rishandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.